0: You are listening to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. On every episode, I talk about how to stand up and battle those beasts in your life so that your life can be filled with hope, strength, and courage. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure that you follow and sign up for updates so you never miss a new episode. For direct access, you can visit my website at ValerieSilvera.com slash podcast. You are not alone. I am standing with you. Hello, everybody. I'm happy to be with you today. Happy New Year. Can you believe it? Here we are, 2020. So I thought today was a good time to talk to you about Excuses. Now, I also thought it was really funny. I thought maybe I shouldn't have told everybody what we were going to talk about tonight because it'll be interesting to see how many people actually tune into this broadcast uh, because, you know, we don't always like things that hit us squarely in the face. We don't like to think that we make excuses, we like to think that we have reasons. Well, tonight, I thought I would talk to you about a little bit about the difference because typically they're really one and the same. Most of the reasons that we have for not making changes are more like excuses. Okay, it's time to get honest. It's time to get real here because this is the time where people start to make resolutions, Right. Hey, by the way, for, this is a Facebook Live recording, and whenever you press that little heart button, these hearts float up across here. I love, love, love seeing that. It's really uh, motivating for me. Um, but anyway, so it, I, I thought it would be kind of funny. I, I probably should have said that I was going to you know, talk about something else, but then that's not honest, so I couldn't do that. I thought, I'm putting it right out there. And the people who are willing to hear and to acknowledge that they've been making some excuses or that it's possible or that want to stop making excuses that they would join me. Now, let me just tell you first off, we all do it. Every one of us. I've done it. Yep, yours truly. Many times. And by the way, for years, when my daughter was riding her roller coaster from hell with her addiction beast and I was riding my own Roller coaster from hell. I made tons of excuses. I mean, the biggest one was that if she would just get better, you know, if Jamie would just get off her roller coaster from hell, if she would just start making different choices, if she would just stay permanently clean, if she would just do this or that or the other thing, um, then I would be fine. My life would be great. Well, unfortunately, hey Diane, what that does, unfortunately, what that was saying is that my sense of of well being. My happiness and all of that was directly tied to my daughter. Okay, so caveat, of course, a certain amount of our happiness and our peace and our, you know, so much that we value is tied to the ones we love and especially our sons and daughters. So I'm not saying that it doesn't have an impact because it does. Hello, Monette. How you doing, sweetie? The things that happen in the lives of the people we love, of course, they impact us. But if our lives are solely or mostly dependent upon other people, we could be in big trouble, right? Because sometimes things happen to them that, you know, there's no real reason. Sometimes they make bad choices like my daughter with her addiction. And then what? Then what happens is we start trying to control them, right? We start trying to control what they do. We try to control what they say. We try to control how they act. And, then, and now we're off on a whole nother tangent. And then even if that person makes different decisions, we're already the messed up person that lived in disappointment and was trying to control everything unsuccessfully. And so what, again, I made excuses and my excuses, they looked like good reasons, right? I mean, heck, of course, if somebody's crashing and they stop crashing, then things get better. But you know i also blamed all sorts of different things we had you know some betrayals we had some business challenges some financial challenges um you know decisions we made that we thought were good ones all sorts of things that were coming at me and i just thought well this is why you know i can't do this because of that i can't you know get here because of that i can't write a book hey i had that one I wanted to write a book, but it was going to be something completely different because I had no idea there was such even a thing as the nine actions because I hadn't developed them. I was actually going to write a... You won't believe this. I, I was going to write a murder mystery, not was gonna. I actually wrote about three quarters of a murder mystery about 20 years ago or so. But after my daughter was shot the first time, I really didn't feel like writing a murder mystery. It kind of took it out of me. But But truthfully, if I really dig down deep and I'm truthful with y'all, y'all, because I want to do that. And I said, y'all, y'all, because I have some people from the South that listen, and I love that. I love being able to say that, <laughs> because us people from the, the West Coast, we have a boring no accent. Um, but really, it was just an excuse for me not, not to keep writing. I could have written something different, right? I mean, that was an excuse that I made to not have to continue down that road of writing that novel. And so that's what we do. Okay. Is anybody in agreement with us that what we do often is that we have reasons, but they're really excuses wrapped up in a pretty little package called reasons. They're excuses wrapped up like reasons. And don't they look cute in their little wrapping, but unwrap them. And guess what? I don't care how pretty you wrap them up. If your reasons are excuses, eventually they will be exposed for what they are. Uh, So, Hello, Jody. hello, Monette. Monette said she was wearing her T-shirt. Hey, Monette, you're wearing the same T-shirt I am tonight. That's so awesome. For those of you who will be listening to this later in a podcast, you can't see what we see. But I'm wearing a still standing T-shirt. And actually, these T-shirts are available at ValerieSevera.com, so if you wanna get one, get one. It's uh, I wear mine all the time. It's, it's really, um, really amazing how when I wear this T-shirt, I feel differently. I feel more powerful and more uh, motivated and I feel stronger and more courageous because sitting here, right here, every time I see it in the mirror on the camera, I see still standing and I'm reminded that, hey, after all the, you know what, the crapola that has transpired in my life, I'm still standing just like the rest of you. So, um, Anyway, what I wanted to ask you today is if you're ready to stop making excuses. And the reason that I thought this would be a really great subject for today is because, you know how I always tell you that uh, people make resolutions, right, every January, and here we are on January 2nd, and people make resolutions, and I always say, you know, they never last past halfway through January, typically, right, well, I saw this post today and I thought it was a crack up, so I'm gonna put it up here on the screen and I'll read read it off too. It says, Dear New Year's Resolution, Well, it was fun while it lasted. Sincerely, January 2nd. Isn't that hilarious? (laughs) I absolutely love it. I absolutely love this. I'm gonna leave it up here for a minute, even though it's covering up my face. I'm gonna leave it up here because I think it's absolutely hilarious. And I hope you will see it. But I mean, all kidding aside, isn't that what happens? We make resolutions and then they don't last past, I say the middle of January, this one suggests January 2nd, and that's today. So the, the goal is for us to make commitments. I mean, you could make resolutions. Sure, make resolutions if you'll keep them. For some reason, I don't know, I should look up the definition because it doesn't seem like resolutions are things we keep. But guess what? Commitments are easily tossed aside too when the going gets tough. And that's really what it's about. We head down a road that we're going to do this. And, and I'm going to talk about self-improvement because that's the business I'm in. I'm in the business of helping you to improve your life. And first of all, if you think that you know, you're know, you a person who has to work on their personal development, you've got all these problems, and you know, too bad you're the kind of person that has to, well, guess what, my friend? Everybody should be. Every single person should be on a road to self-improvement every single day until they take their last breath. Because if you think you've already arrived and you've already gotten everything you can out of life and you've already tapped out all of your possibilities and all of your creativity and all of your talents and abilities, you're wrong. Come on. And if you have, send me the formula because I'm going to get it. I'm using it. I will use it right away. It's just not possible. So we should always be on the road to self-improvement. And so I'm going to talk to you about that. Um, and, And so... There's a difference between wishing, hoping, dreaming, and even praying. While praying is a necessity in my life anyway, you can't just pray. You've got to take action because when we just pray and then we don't take action, we're basically giving God the responsibility. We're saying, hey, you, you do this for me. Well, why did he give you any abilities if you're not going to use them, right? And I say this, you know, I'm kind of saying it tongue in cheek, obviously. But I say it as much to myself as anybody else because I was there. I was so there um, making excuses for not doing the hard work. And by the way, you guys, anything worth having, being or doing in this lifetime will take work. And it's hard. So don't say to me, okay, this is a pet peeve. If you have read my book, Still Standing, my most recent book, um, this one here, If you've read read this, you will see that I say in there, one of my least favorite things, it's my least favorite excuse. And by the way, the the part on excuses, it's only a couple pages, This no more excuses on page 113. Here's what I don't like to hear. I don't like hearing it's easier said than done. Okay, I know you've all said it and I don't want to offend you, but this is what I'm going to say about that. Duh, right? I mean, I've said it, too. Of course, it's easier said than done. Everything's easier to say than to actually do. Of course, it's easier to say you want something than to actually go out and get it. So don't use that as an excuse. That's a ridiculous excuse. Everything is hard. That's worth having. It's going to take work and effort and resources and time and commitment. Here's the deal, though. You have time if you will make the time. Everybody has the same amount of time. So don't say that other person has more time than you. You have 24 hours in a day. It depends on how we decide to use our time. Are you wasting your time? Because we do that. We waste time. We pass time. We kill time. I mean, we literally, some people are literally trying to distract themselves in their life. They're like, okay, I'm just like trying to pass some time here. My gosh, friends, time is the one thing you can't get back. So stop doing that. Talking to you too, Valerie. Stop killing time. Stop wasting time. It is time. Speaking of time, it's time for us to say that this is it. 2020 is the year I'm going to do this. And here's the problem with that, though. This is why I think New Year's resolutions can be a problem. We have 365 days. We have 52 weeks. We have 12 months. So it's easy to put it off, right? Well, yeah, you know, I can just I got a whole year to deal with this. And so we have a tendency to put it off. If you had a deadline and it was tomorrow, you'd be up all night trying to figure it out, right? Anybody? You know what I'm talking about. You'd be up all night trying to figure out how in the heck to get something finished, how completed, done, if you only had until tomorrow. But since you have until January 31st for a new year's resolution, we put it off. We make excuses. We don't prioritize it. And so that's the thing I want you to do. I want you to ask yourself, and I'm actually working on this really um, cool roadmap that I'm going to be using based on the book, Still Standing, in my Tribe Still Standing Tribe membership. So for for long-term members, they will have access to, well, those of you who are already members, you're all going to have access to it. Um, The long-term members can spend a year staying on track while getting the other coaching. It's going to be really cool. But uh, because I think that's what happens is that we get off track and I want to help you to stay on track because like I said, it's easy to make excuses. It's easy to put it off. It's easy to say, well, you know, I'll do it next week. I'll do it next. Have you ever done that and had it like a month go by and all of a sudden you're sitting there and it's the end of January and you haven't done a darn thing? We've all done that. So you, so I want you to ask yourself a couple of things. The first thing is ask yourself this, what it is that you want What it is that you desire so much that it keeps you awake at night? What do you desire that wakes you up in the morning? What do you desire that you don't have? What do you sit around wishing, hoping, dreaming that you had? What is it that is so important to you? Write that down. The next thing you want to do is say, what am I willing to do to get it? Because here's the problem. There's a huge disconnect. Typically, between what we say we want, and I'm saying "say we want" because if you really wanted you wanted it, you'd go after it. We say we want something, but then there's a huge disconnect between what we are willing to do about it. So instead of you know working on something, instead of you know doing some homework like we have in the Still Standing Tribe membership, you know, instead of that, you know, we're going to just like scroll through social media, and then another day goes by. Or we're going to make an excuse, put it off, procrastinate, and another month goes by. And another season goes by. And then we stop believing that we can get this thing. We stop believing that we're worth it, we stop having hope, we stop believing it's even possible. Every time we do this, my friends, every time you say you want something and every time you put it out there and you make a resolution and you tell people and then you don't back it up with action and you don't get it, it eats away a little bit at your self-esteem. It eats a little bit away at your self-worth and your confidence. And then you start to lose hope. And you just see the whole thing start heading south and then you quit. That's what happens. We all do this to avoid this. Don't be sitting here on January 2nd in 2021 and I put this this, uh, thing up again here. It would look different because it would say a different year on here. But this is something I found today and thought it was pretty funny and very fitting to what I was going to talk about. Dear New Year's resolution. Well, it was fun while it lasted. Sincerely, January 2nd. Oh, I guess it doesn't say the year. Okay, I could put this one up in one year from today. And will you be the person who's sitting there one year from today going, holy schmoly, Valerie put that same one up last January 2nd and I haven't gotten anywhere. So I really, really, really want to encourage you to stop making excuses and pretending that they're reasons because most of the time they're not reasons. You might have some real valid reason right this very moment that you cannot do a particular thing. So I know I'm being somewhat general, but you get the point. Most of us are just making excuses because we don't want to have to do the hard work it takes because we all know it takes hard work or we're just hoping that something else will change and then we won't have to change. Well, let me ask you this. Even if something changes around you, even if your family member gets out of addiction, even if your financial situation gets better, even if your health improves, even if that friend uh, that has uh, left you and is not really being a good friend, even if they come back and apologize, even if all of those outside influences, those things outside of your control, even if they all get better, don't you still want to be a better person? Don't you still want to be all you can be? I mean, I keep thinking about this. Hey, TR, it's like a football analogy. Okay, this is my old friend from, I mean, from high school years. And oh, TR, it's so good to see your beautiful name there. He said, hey, Valerie, love this. It's like the football analogy. Quit moving the goalposts. Happy New Year from Seattle. Happy New Year to you, TR. That's a great analogy, my friends. Stop. Here, I'm going to put this up here. I am going to add it to the broadcast. Here's what TR said. He said, it's like the football analogy. Quit moving the goalposts. Okay? So here's what I want you all to do. Quit moving the goalposts. Isn't that the truth? That's a great analogy. It's just an excuse. So let's stop making those. So, because here's the deal. You're in charge of your life. And unless you take charge of it, it, it's kind of, okay. I'm going to say one thing and then say another. You're in charge of your life unless you don't take charge of your life. Then somebody else is in charge of it. Probably a lot of somebody else's are in charge of it, right? You're leaving your life up to everybody else. And I just keep thinking about arriving in the, you know, at the pearly gates. Yes, I'm planning on making it to the pearly gates. I'm planning on making it inside those gates. And I picture myself sitting there and And God going, hey, by the way, I gave you this ability and you didn't even bother to use it. Why did I waste it on you? I gave you this experience and you didn't make something good out of it. I allowed you to have this heartbreak. I allowed you to have this massive disappointment, excuse me, because I wanted you to, to help others to make it through. I wanted you to bring hope to the world. I wanted you to smile when it looked like. You shouldn't be able to smile so that other people could believe they could smile too. And the list goes on and on. I really don't want to leave it on the table and or on the playing field, as TR said. And, and I really just, I, I really, really want you to get this tonight because it's up to you. You might say, well, you don't have that many abilities. I don't have that many things. I don't have any. Well, here's the thing. Yes, you do. You probably are just not pulling them out of you. Every single person has far more ability, talent, wisdom, knowledge, so much to offer the world. But we've either allowed ourselves to be beaten down by people, beaten down by situations. We've allowed this to happen to ourselves. I know that some people have done things to you that weren't fair. I've had a lot of unfair things happen to me too, from childhood all the way on. But that's an excuse too. So in the end, we're allowing ourselves to be beat up. We're allowing our self-esteem to get so low that we don't think we have anything inside of us. Do you honestly think that God plopped your butt down on this earth and said, you're going to suck? Okay, you're going to have a, you know, you don't have value, but I had to throw a few of you non-valuable people down there. I mean, that's ridiculous, right? So it's in there, but it's our responsibility to pull it out right? I mean, I would love to have been the kind of person who took off running. Well, I'd like to be able to, co- be able to be the kind of person that could really run anyway. I don't have the running body. I have the, like, I belong behind a plow kind of a body. <laughs> but I mean, wouldn't it be great if you just took off running and you were like Jesse Owens and people were like, whoa, I mean, look at the talent there. There are people that their talents are just right there. They open their mouth to sing and it's just like a songbird. By the way, that's not me either. But Most of the time, we got to work for it. Even people that do have these incredible talents, do you think that they just get up every day and go out and do their talent? You don't think they practice singing? You don't think they run their rear end off? Or back to what TR was saying about football, you don't think that they run drills and get hammered into the ground and get beat up? And You don't think they work hard? You know people that have businesses and you go, how lucky are they? Well, some people might be lucky. Maybe they stepped into a really awesome situation, but it also took work. You know, so that's what we do too. We go, well, yeah, it would be easy if I was that person. Oh, it would be easy if I had that opportunity. Those are excuses. They're not reasons. They're excuses because every single person, especially, I mean, come on, my friends, especially those of us that live in the United States of America or live in Canada, or in a lot of the European countries. I mean, these are excuses. We live in the land of opportunity, but we don't have to take those opportunities if we don't want to. And I want to speak to those of you tonight who also have been through very, very challenging times. Roadblocks, setbacks, disappointments, heartbreaks. I get it. I watched my daughter on a freight train headed toward a brick wall for 15 years of her 30 years. I had that knock on the door that told me that my daughter was only going to live on this planet for 30 years, 7 months and 4 days and that was it. Game over. I understand what it's like to have somebody you thought was family betray you by stealing your savings. I understand what it is to be disappointed by life. I understand what it is to make bad choices. I've made plenty of them, right, TR? You were back in those partying days with me. Oops, I better not bust him in case people in his life don't know. I mean, I've made plenty of bad choices. All sorts of stuff has happened. But here's the thing. Every single one of those situations are also opportunities. They're opportunities because it's the crap It's the junk, it's the hard stuff, it's the disappointments, it's the heartbreaks, it's the setbacks. Those are the things that teach us. We don't learn a whole lot when everything's going right. We learn by struggling. I'm not saying I want you to struggle your whole life so you can just, you know, have wisdom pouring out your ears. (laughs) I would like for some of my tough stuff and challenges to level out a little bit. But if they're happening, why aren't you using them? Every single thing is here to serve you. I don't understand why it all happens. Uh, trust me, I'm the least you know person to tell you I understand. I don't get God's ways. And when I get up there, maybe I'll ask him about all this stuff. But I'm thinking when I get there, probably won't care. I don't understand why so many things are allowed to happen. But I keep thinking that, that maybe if, if God keeps allowing things to happen to you, that maybe he trusts you, that you're going to take it and use it do something with it. Stop saying, you know, I can't go out and make the world a better place. I can't do anything. I can't change my circumstances because this has happened to me and that has happened to me and this has been disappointing and that's been awful. And you can't believe what happened to me 27 years ago and, and on and on and on. We've got to stop doing that because all we're doing is setting ourselves back further and further. And I said it earlier, when you set yourself back You allow your self-esteem to be beat up a little bit. You allow yourself to be, um, your self-worth to be trashed. You allow your confidence to be chipped away at. And then pretty soon you're so beaten down, it's hard to get up off the mat. But I know it's possible because listen, my friends, I got up off of that mat with a tiny bit of hope. I mean a tiny bit of hope and a shred of self-confidence. That's when I stood up. I didn't stand up after everything leveled off and everything was better. And then I was like, okay, now let me pick myself up and dust myself off. No, I stood up while we were having business challenges and my daughter was very lost in the belly of her beast. My heart was shattered into a million pieces. I was living with a dark cloud hanging over my heart every single day. And that is when I stood up. And if that's you, that's when you need to stand up too. Don't wait for things to get better. You decide right now that you're going to stand up bloodied and battered and your spiritual armor's all dinged up and you have no idea where you're going to go or how you're going to get there. You stand up anyway. That's what you do. And tomorrow, if you get knocked back down, you stand up again. And on Saturday, if you stumble again, you stand right back up and you just keep doing it over and over and over, and that is how I got better. I stopped making excuses and I started to find solutions. And this is why I developed the nine actions, and the nine actions are these nine very relatable things that you can do in your everyday life. You can do it to overcome something massive, like I have. I have had to overcome a tremendous amount of guilt, guilt over mistakes and choices that I made in my younger life guilt over my daughter becoming an addict and my inability to save her, the shame that came with her addiction, the shame that surrounded a lot of my childhood and some of my family members, and, um, and the hopelessness and devastation. I overcame paralyzing fear that I lived in for years and years and years and more than a decade. Um, I've overcome the loss, the murder of my daughter and found a way to forgive this person who hasn't even been put behind bars permanently yet. Um, so I know that you're sitting there today with completely different set of circumstances, but I'm just using this as an example. There are names that I see coming across this screen and I know a little bit about some of their stories and what they have overcome. I look at people like, an, um, like Monette who have overcome incredible odds who is still working so hard to keep standing and to keep getting back up and that's why I, I developed these nine actions because you can take them and you can put them into your life if you have no idea what i'm talking about go to valeriesalvera.com. there's actually a page on the nine actions where you can learn about them and you can pick up a copy of still standing my latest book that will help guide you through the nine actions and it also tells a lot more about my story because i want you to realize that everybody has a story you might be sitting there today going yeah but you know you can't believe what's going on in my life you know boy if you'd be ashamed if you lived my life you know you would you'd lose hope if you knew what was going on in my life those are excuses i'm sorry so sorry and i mean that sincerely whatever's happened to you my heart is with you and I wish you didn't have to go through whatever it is that you've had to go through, but since you have gone through it, you are going through it, these are your experiences, stop making excuses <laughs> and start using them. Honest to goodness, my friend, it's, they're here to serve you. They're here to help you become more, to to shine your light in this world. You could be the one person, that beacon of hope that shines a light on somebody else's life, somebody who is ready to give up, and they don't give up because of you. Diane, you, they're not gonna give up because of you. Oh, Diane said, you always say the best things. Diane, you're so sweet. You're the sweetest person. Oh yes, you just ordered the journals last night and you can't wait to get them. Well, I saw your order come through today, Diane. Of course, I know your name, and I don't know if they were shipped off yet today, but if not, they'll be out in the, the mail to you tomorrow. Diane got the journals that Go is Still Standing, by the way. This book has three journals currently. We're going to create some more in the future, but right now we have journals that can help you. They're 30-day journals, and they're really helpful to help you start your day right in the morning and then come back and kind of analyze what happened the night, uh, that day. Um, but right now we have one for overcoming fear. We have one for overcoming shame and guilt, and we have one for overcoming loss and loss is kind of interesting too uh, because there's so many different types of losses. It's not always just the loss of a life of someone that we love in this world that dies. There's all sorts of different kind of loss. So anyway, you should definitely go to ValerieSevera.com, get yourself still standing in the journals or go to Amazon if you would prefer. But we have so many great resources at ValerieSevera.com, so I definitely want you to visit there. Hello, how are you, sweetie? Um, so. That's that's the uh, the word. That's the word for tonight. Well, I guess that's three words. Stop making excuses. You are way too valuable. You are way too needed in this world for you to sit around feeling sorry for yourself. For you to sit around uh, making excuses not to get up. Oh, Monette is on day two in the shame and guilt book. Good. I hope that's helping you. It's, it's really what's going to help you the most is your thoughts on it, right? Not, not necessarily what I said, but your thoughts and your perspectives that you pull out. Those journals are about applying this stuff to your life. Same thing we do in the Still Standing Tribe Coaching Membership. And I'm working really hard, by the way. So for those of you uh, who are thinking about joining the Still Standing Tribe Coaching Membership, do it, don't make excuses either. Find a way to do that because I've got some really great stuff that I'm really literally working on. I was working on it right before this, um, this live video. It's gonna be a, a whole year of really great stuff for 2020 to help coach and guide you through overcoming this stuff. And also just linking arms so that you know you're not alone and that you know we're all in this thing called life together, right? So that is the message for today. Stop making excuses. And, and I say that to not like to point a finger at you. I need my sister-in-law Lynn here. My sister-in-law Lynn has these really, really long, long fingers and these long fingernails. And she likes to point her finger when she's talking. I want her to come here. I'm going to have her come on here one time and point her finger at you. <laughs> I'm not saying any of this to make you feel badly, to make you feel guilty, to make you uh, you know I certainly wouldn't want to add any shame or guilt to you are you kidding me I'm in the business of removing that shame and guilt but I am here to shine a light on you if you're doing that I'm here to give you a nudge I'm here to expose you to yourself because you're you're really. Every single person on this planet, there's nobody that was put here for on an act by an accident. There's nobody that doesn't have value. And I would say that 99.9999, whatever it is, percentage of us are not even close to reaching our full potential. So here I am at 57 years old. Oh my gosh, it's 2020. I'm gonna be hitting 58 here in a couple of months. And you know what, instead of saying, well, it's a little too late, I'm 58, heck no, I'm not doing that. I'm gonna be sitting there when I'm 68, giving you the same message because it's never too late. I'm pulling all the good stuff I can out of myself and I'm gonna throw it out into the world and you know what, whether it, it, it makes a difference or not, how will you ever know if you don't try? Don't come to the end of your life full of regrets, with your big box of excuses that you used not to become a better person, not to become more, because it's not just your right to become more. I think you should become more because you deserve it, Monette. I think, Diane, that you should become more because I just want to see that beautiful person that's already so amazing become even more amazing. But it's not just your right, it's your responsibility. It is your responsibility to make the world a better place because we have an impact on people. People are being impacted by everything we say, everything we do, all of our decisions. People are being impacted by them. And so if, if they're being impacted by us, we better be darn careful how we impact them. So if you think about it, you becoming all that you were meant to be, you pushing that thing to the limit, you saying I'm not leaving anything out on the, on the playing field. Okay? When I'm done, at the end of my life, I'm gonna be laying there wiped out, gave it all, nothing left. That's why you gotta do it. How do you know that it isn't the very last of your characteristic, the very last of the, of the lessons that you learn on this planet? What if it's the very last one that makes the biggest impact? but you're not even working on the one that's right in front of you now. So you're never even going to get to your biggest lessons. Go out there, my friends, and just take this life by storm because it is flying by and you're here. You are just as important. Every one of you are just as important as Bill Gates. You're just as important as as albert einstein was you're just as important as any of these big name people who've gone out and done incredible things and everybody knows their name hey that sounds like that that show cheers where everybody knows your name or wait is that the right one i don't know maybe it was the friends episode i'm not going to sing anymore because i wouldn't do that to y'all i love you too much (laughs) but um That's it. That's the message for tonight and I hope that even one of you, I hope that one person comes back later and tells me that this was the message that they needed to hear and it will make every single word, every moment of this tonight worth it. If you want more of this, you want to be enveloped in this stuff, then you join my Still Standing Tribe coaching membership And you can find more information at ValerieSilvera.com and go to the Tribe link, or you can go directly to StillStandingTribe.com. And I have to say it on every single one of these Facebook Lives, for those of you who already have your tickets, sorry, gotta say it, come to Still Standing Live, because these are amazing, incredible events, and there's something, okay, this video stuff is cool, right? It's the next best thing to being there but it's the next best thing. The best thing is for all of us to be in person together, in a room, the amount of energy and the wisdom and the friendships that are developed, you can't get that via video. And so I really, really encourage you to come to Still Standing Live. It's going to be on April 25th in Palm Springs, California. Who doesn't want to come to Palm Springs, California if you don't live anywhere near here? Make the trip, make it your vacation. I can guarantee you one thing, You will not regret it. You can also find out about that event at ValerieSilvera.com. I hope you will be there, Diane, because it wouldn't be the same without you. We love, love, love seeing your beautiful face there. Okay, that's it, my friends. I'm going to come back on Saturday at 9 a.m. and give you some more encouragement. Until then, stop making excuses. Stand up and shine your light, and know that no matter how bruised you are, how battered you are, how little belief you have in yourself right now, I believe in you, and I will be standing right there with you. Thanks again for listening to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. Please be sure to follow me on social media, and go to my website at com, where I have lots of awesome resources to help you stand up and fight and to remain standing. Link arms with me. You are not alone and you don't have to do this alone. Together, we can get through anything. Please know that I'm always standing with you. Have an awesome day.